Baze, it's okay. That's my guy, right? I'm sorry. Baze. It's a girl. We're just using slurs. Don't worry about it. Why do I always want to make the dog feel good by playing with their fucking privates? Stop raping See, my that, dog. That's how I know that he's not a real animal uh, lover. Because I don't play with my pets. Anybody with a pet. You come on, you did a little something down there, man. Made your dog feel good. <laughs> Hell no. I've never done. Well, you've never. Oh boy, oh boy, the smear campaign on Joe Budden, man. Um, interesting conversation to have. You know what I mean? It's an interesting conversation to have because um, he said some really weird stuff. He said some suspect stuff recently. Um, and to be honest with you, I'm not sure if any of that is true. Um, I don't know if this is just a, a thing for them to take advantage of the fact that he's out of his Spotify deal. And now they're trying to kind of tear how, tear down his name. I don't know if that's what the goal is here. Um, but I, I think one thing that's for sure is that Joe Budden is in trouble. There's no doubt in my mind that, that there's something going on there that may cause an issue for him in his career. Well, as a as a newly dog owner, how do you feel about these allegations? Well, I find it disgusting, man. Like, obviously, that's not something I would ever do to my dog. That's freaking. It's it's nasty. It's bestiality. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, it, it, I wonder if that's that's even like a thing. You know what I mean? Like, like it is, it is. Um, I guess so. If you look at, let's say breeding dogs or breeding pets it's a huge it's a huge business you know in terms of like how much you can get per litter up to like 40 to 100k jim jones can tell you best he made a huge come up off of that and in terms of that like if you're if your dogs are going to breed you kind of have to you know train them with that kind of finesse you kind of have to you know quote unquote do that process for them to get them kind of going and understand that process and it is coming across a certain way but that's how it is in the breeding industry. Yeah. But that's not exactly what they were going about. But I just want our listeners to understand that, you know, people do do that because there's a lot of money coming from it. I feel like I fell for Joe because he's had two dogs over the past 15 years and have lost them both. We both have seen like how torn up he has been over the loss of his pets. And I can imagine now that you as a new dog owner, you just don't even know what could happen to, to young Federico. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't, I don't so, even want to imagine it. Yeah. Right. So... I mean, I do feel for him. He probably, like, hurts inside. And then to hear his peers, like, smear him like that is is kind of disgusting. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, like, your peers in a lot of ways in this media industry are also your enemies because they're gunning for your spot, right? So I feel like it, it's it's kind of – it's it's a bit of – it's weird to see even allegations like this come about. You know what I mean? Around a guy like Joe Budden, because there's so much more you could go at Joe Budden for. I mean, he he's mm-hmm. had some he's had some things in his past that are highly questionable, done some things in his past that are highly questionable. So there's a lot that you can go and attack Joe Budden for and have a smear campaign on. But I guess this is just new bait, new things. Do you think this is a a, a thing that Spotify is doing and maybe targeting him to to less his value. Yeah, I know he wanted to get that 250 mil from Spotify. So maybe they want him to come back to the table and say, you know what? All right, I'll, I'll settle for a hundred. For sure. I definitely think it is, it is a smear campaign. Um, just for the fact that 
it's so sudden. Like you've had all this time to collect all this information on Joe. Joe's been in and out of in and out of the media, in and out of that. As soon as he, you know, starts to preach, you know, like ownership and owning your IP and you know, getting all your ad money and ad dollars that the company is bringing in, he does a he has a lot of listenership, and that's definitely going to echo to to his main audience, and they don't want to really see that. And I find it so so weird that like out of all the allegations, they want to focus on this. This is more important than him, quote unquote, like you know, beating a woman. You know what I mean? Not saying that it's true, but if both of them are untrue, I've been seeing a lot on Twitter and social media. They're focusing more on the dog focusing more on the actual animal instead of like the woman, if it was true. And that doesn't really sit well with me. To focus more on the animal rather than it being a woman being like, you know, abused inside of a relationship. But it just goes to show you the climate that we're living in and uh, what's really happening now. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the, we could talk about the climate and, and the situation and everything like that, but I just, I can't come to the terms with, the guys going out of their way to kind of smear him. And then we heard the thing about Charlemagne as well. You were telling me about that. What, what, what happened with him? Well, so Charlemagne and Joe, they got into a call. Um, they said, yo, we're both moving the culture. Let's not be going at each other's necks. Um, even, even uh, like academics are like kind of myths as well too. They're kind of like the spearhead of uh, the culture in that sense, kind of like the gatekeepers. And, um, the fact that they both sat down and decided, like, yo, let's not butt heads and let's just, you know, focus and do our own things and support each other the best way we can. And then after that conversation, you have Charlemagne go out and Breakfast Club. I saw three videos on the Breakfast Club in the whole entire week talking about Joe's allegations, Joe coming back on IG Live, rebuttaling the whole dog situation, the domestic allegations, having his fiance sin or his ex-fiance sin do all this, like, you know, PR press and talking about like what's happening in court proceedings. And it just goes to show you, like you said, man, it's a doggy dog world, no pun intended in this, uh, in this industry. And Charlemagne definitely didn't keep up his end of the bargain. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, with Charlemagne opening up his own podcast network and things like that, like, look, there's, there's genuine like reasons for your media personnel, your, your media peers to slander you whenever you get a chance because them slandering you is just another opportunity for them to get a little bit higher. You know what I mean? And for then sure. a certain level. I can't blame Charlemagne. Cause like when I think of business, sometimes I consider it's like either my family eats at the end of the day or your family eats and it could be really cold hearted sometimes. But to it's very calculated to me because you have iHeartMedia, which is um, the subsidiary of Breakfast Club and going upwards, you know what I mean? Their whole like media conglomerate. And then you have like the smaller people under there, like you have um, Hollywood Unlocked, you have Breakfast Club covering the situation. Um, you even look at, let's say, um, Andrew Schultz and his podcast with The Flagrant 2. Yeah, they're they're getting their information from Charlemagne. They're the ones who came out and said the $250 million thing. but they didn't even listen to the podcast. They kind of just like went off their own information and I'm not even trying to be biased here because I listen to both podcasts, but Andrew was definitely wrong in there, but I understand where he's supporting like his boss or his, his label mate uh, with Charlamagne. It's understandable. It's just, it's, it comes down to what it comes down to goddamn politics, right? It comes down to politics at the end of the day. It's who works for who, who does what for what, what favors do you owe another person? Right. I just, I feel like um, that's kind of like a, a part of the industry that we're going to have to learn to live with, especially as podcasters ourselves. But did you see the thing about um, 
Joe declining a Takashi 6ix9ine interview for 100K? Yeah, and uh, it goes to show you, man, like the price tag, you can't really put uh, a monetary value on what you do for the culture, what you do for, I won't say the culture, I'll go more specific, what you do for hip hop, what you do for music, what you do for popular music, because hip hop is popular music now. So I'll say what you do for pop music going forward. It's important, man. It is important. You look at the engagement, look at the numbers between those two platforms, and I'm glad they shut down the interview. But it's just, it's just, it's frustrating at sometimes, man. It truly is. I feel like, like, I feel like, what is the next? My question is, I guess, is what is the next step for Joe Budden? You know, what is the next step for the Joe Budden podcast? What do you think the next mm -hmm. step is? Well, I know they have one episode left. They're taking a, uh, a week off or so. But um, honestly, I want to say they have something lined up already. The way like they have like that um, vibrato, like that energy, the way they're walking around, they're talking in the pod. You know what I mean? They have like the energy, like they secure the bags. So I have a feeling they might go into title or maybe another DSP. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Right. Um, it's just before we go, I do want to mention that um, in terms of what's going to happen in the next few years, I think the Joe Budden podcast should probably start a Patreon or start doing ad revenue and all of that. If they're going to go 100 percent independent, I think that's probably the best avenue for them. Other podcasts will start a Patreon and stuff like that and do ads. Joe Budden podcast doesn't either. So if they end up going independent, they're still going to be fine doing that. Because they got loyal fans from the Reddit, from everyone, from the Discord. You can see the numbers, the YouTube channel subscribers are going up. So, yeah, man. Any last thoughts? What do you think about this whole thing? I would say, you know, like realistically, the the whole allegations of the dog, you know, will will never learn the truth. You know, <laughs> we'll we'll never fully learn the truth. And I think never uh, never the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll ask you this then as a dog person. Do you think it's fair that, you know, with them putting out the, the pod from months and months ago about Joe talking about that dog stuff and him saying just like those jokes, like a parody, like on sometimes on this pod, like, you know, we make jokes that we obviously don't mean. But do you think it's hypocritical of Charlemagne to actually go out and not defend Joe, even though they just played an episode of him talking about a pit bull? going down on him when he was getting fried and, you know, all about that. I don't know about you, but I don't know any type of friedness that's going to make you want to do that yeah, with the animal. Yeah, that's yeah. the bestiality. No, there's, there's so, a ton of... Is that hypocritical of It's hypocritical of both because, you know, mm. like, really, it's hypocritical of both because Charlemagne took advantage of the fact that Joe Budden was in that situation with Spotify and made sure that happened. And sure. then Charlemagne had something come out about him it showed how hypocritical he was. So I, I think both in a sense were hypocritical, both were in the wrong. And realistically, the dog situation, I hope it was a joke. I pray to God it was a joke because realistically, they don't seem like people that are into bestiality. Yeah. You know, on both I, parts, I hope it was a joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on, on God, seriously. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Oh, man. Allegations are unfolding. And things are going forward. But just before I go, I do want to shout out Charlemagne as well, too, uh, for going partnership with iHeart and starting the Black Effect Podcast Network. Um, we got a few going up there that we know so far. Um, Dwight Howard, 
Um, we have Drink Champs are going to be on there. The Breakfast Club are going to be on there, just to name a few. Um, a lot of pol- like politics in terms of that are going to be on the podcast network as well, too. So even though we're not really sure what's going to happen, I do want to shout out all those creators and people that he's bringing to light. That is important. As podcasters, as the culture, and as the network that we're all a part of, it is good to see that. Absolutely. Until next time, it's boys from no po- no good podcast. We'll see you soon. Bread Isle, are you ready to rock? Dave's Killer Bread is the country's number one organic bread for a reason. Always delivering killer taste, killer texture, and killer nutrition. This isn't bread. This is bread amplified.